Hello, hello, and welcome back to Kick It Up Podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. I know I say that every time, but I really am because today we're diving into one of the main things that I've been most excited to talk about when thinking about starting a podcast, thinking about what I might like to share. This isn't going to come as a surprise to anyone who has spent any amount of time watching any of my Instagram stories or reading blog posts of mine. I love finance. It's fun for me. I'm very logically minded. It's kind of like a game to figure out how to make things work best and how we can meet our long-term goals and set strategies that work. I'm just really excited to kind of share um, not just the best, but really super simple tips for how we save money on a weekly basis. So this isn't going to be about how to save for retirement, although you could kind of maybe turn one of these into that. But it's going to be more of how you can save money just on a daily basis, like something you could start today. So I don't think it'll be super complicated. We're going to dive right in and we're going to start with one of the more simple ones uh, that you can sign up for probably right now. I love using my Target red card and this this sounds like an advertisement, but it's not. I discovered uh, that the red card just earlier this year that it doesn't have to be a credit card. For the longest time, I thought that you needed to have it coming out as a credit card would, like you have to pay it off at the end of every month. And that just to me sounded like a recipe for disaster. But I, I, once I learned that you could set it up with your bank account and your, um, like your debit, debit card, like it would work as a debit card, I signed up right away because we were actually going to Disney and you can buy Disney gift cards at Target for with your red card and you get 5% off all of your red card purchases, right? So we basically saved 5% on our Disney trip right off the bat earlier this year by doing that. But I also didn't, I didn't know how much I'd be going to Target in general <laughs> this year. We live right by a Target, so it kind of has become my main place to grocery shop, even though it's not the best selection. I can usually get what I need there and I get 5% off. So it is just, it's the best. But I also try to shop at places like Trader Joe's, Aldi, if I am going grocery shopping. But the thing is, we live in a really expensive area, as in like, you can make six figures here and things can still feel tight kind of area. And it's it's not that groceries are like you can't afford them, but we've kind of found a little bit of a hack. You know, those meal delivery kits, this is also not sponsored. You know, those meal delivery kits that are kind of like, I think they started out as a thing to be fancy or make people feel like they're cooking fancier food. Well, for us, we get the cheapest one and it's actually cheaper for us to get the meals delivered to us via these meal kits versus going out and buying the grocery ingredients for them just because the groceries in our area are so expensive. We've tried a few of them. We've tried Dinnerly. We've tried HelloFresh. We've tried Blue Apron. HelloFresh and Blue Apron are a little bit more expensive, I think. Actually, I know. We are now currently using every plate, and it comes out to less than $5 a meal because we, we get the four serving meals, and then we split them up but it covers two dinners and two lunches. So it comes out to five bucks a meal and it is like $60 to get three meals delivered, 12 servings total. It's honestly been one of the best little hacks because I feel like I'm cheating the system a little bit just because the delivery is cheaper than groceries only because we're in such a unique area. So 
that is how that's just an everyday savings for us when it comes to food because you got to eat right and we have had months where we've spent way too much on food it's just too easy to do and you know us millennials we love going to chipotle and zoe's and what are the other ones not quite panera that's probably just me (laughs) but we we just love like the quick stuff and what i love about the meal kits it does make a little bit quicker i don't have to do any planning i don't have to make a grocery list and i can even use something like amazon fresh to save some time so that as a business owner time really is money and i can stay at home and work and make money instead of going to the grocery store and i can get it just delivered right to my door for minimal cost but that's probably one of the simplest ways that we save money and I've been telling everyone about every plate. I have all the little gift cards. I wish I had a referral link for you guys. That would be brilliant, but maybe someday. So the second super simple money saving tip that we have, I have to thank one of my friends, Justin. He brought this up years ago. We were at happy hour and he talked about, he's like, have you heard of acorns? And I had, I had done like a little bit of research, but honestly, I had no idea what it was. I didn't know where to start with investing. And that's kind of what it is a little bit. So I was I was overwhelmed and I just didn't look into it any further. But he brought it up a couple months after I'd first heard of it. And I looked it up, downloaded it, got it linked to my accounts. And it felt like within a couple months, I had $1,000 in there. So how Acorns works is it does cost a dollar a month. So you spend $12 a year. And then once you hit $5,000, I think you go to a 1% fee that might be wrong somebody needs to to check me on that definitely do your own research but it's really great for if you haven't gotten started with investing or you just want a way to invest where you don't have to think about it acorns is the place to be because it takes out money from your bank account you can set up automatic transactions so let's say weekly we have 25 dollars coming out so that's already a no-brainer it comes out without us thinking about it But it also rounds up our transactions with the cards we have linked. So we have all of our debit cards linked there. So let's say I go out and buy something for $8.12. It'll take that additional, what is that, 88 cents and round it up. And I actually have it doubling roundups. So it's, it's just like big chunks of money end up coming out because we have a lot of expenses. But... It adds up really fast. We both have Acorns accounts and they both have a significant little chunk of money in them. The best part is that you can choose how risky you want to be with the investing. So you can choose a super conservative account that pretty much will probably be mostly bonds and no stocks or a very minimal amount of stocks. If you don't know what stocks and bonds are, bonds are backed by the government. So they're a little bit less return and stocks can kind of fluctuate a little bit more. They're a little bit riskier or a lot a lot more riskier. But so you could make an Acorns account that has 100% stock portfolio and it, it would be very aggressive, but it's high risk, high return. Or you could set something in the middle like I do that's moderate risk, moderate return. I actually just went in and changed mine to a little bit more conservative because I think that we're coming up on a maybe possible market correction. But I only did that because my Acorns account is not a long-term investment fund for me I see it more as an emergency pocket of money because my long-term investments are already set up I don't really need acorns I don't intend on taking it out anytime soon but I'd like it to be there and have that little extra pocket of money if we hit hard times if the economy corrected 
I don't have to worry about losing that pocket of money. So I hope that was a good little introduction to Acorns. It's really fun. It's a free app. Uh, I highly suggest just at least trying it out and seeing how you like it. That leads us to our third simple fix when it comes to saving money. And it has a lot to, to do with what I just said, which is have an emergency fund. My sister is really good at this. She uses an online bank called Ally that allows her to set up an unlimited amount of funds. At least I believe it's unlimited or uh, unlimited amount of accounts rather. So she has a vacation account. She has a clothing budget account. She has a car repair account. And then she has like general emergency account. Our emergency fund is in a money market with Vanguard, and that's making 2.38% last I checked. So it's barely keeping up with inflation, but money market accounts are extremely safe. And it's my understanding that they can ride out recessions or uh, extreme market corrections. So you kind of, you can have access to that money at any time. It doesn't have to be, I'm putting this away and I know I might not see it for a while. So having an emergency fund brings a little bit of peace of mind because we know if we hit a rainy day, if the car needs a repair, if we hit an unexpected medical bill, we have great health insurance, but I think if there was a hospital visit, we might end up, you know, owing, let's say a thousand dollars. Our emergency fund is there to cover something like that so that we don't have to dip into savings or we don't have to stress about making money or going into debt while we're already dealing with this emergency that isn't super fun. Another thing you can think about setting your emergency fund aside for or setting up an ally account for or just individual accounts within your own bank are things like property tax. If you own a house, let's say your AC unit goes out, that can be upwards of $7,000. I heard from a good friend this past summer, someone's roof, they got a $25,000 quote. These are all little things that you should just have on your radar as something that might pop up as a quote unquote emergency, but you can think about these possible emergencies that might show up in the future. A good rule of thumb is to try to set aside six months of your expenses into the emergency fund, just so that you feel safe and secure, no matter what uh, life may bring if things get crazy. I know it's a huge goal and that's not quite so simple, but starting with something like Acorns where you don't have to think about setting it aside is a good place to start because then you can at least start to build your little pocket. So those were our three simple ways that we save money every day. The biggest one, this is going to be a bonus, but this is honestly probably the biggest way that we save money on the daily. And I know it's not super popular with everybody, but we do not use credit cards. I've found that when we have the credit cards out, they just tend, we tend to spend more money when we use credit cards. I don't know why. I don't know if it's necessarily a self-control issue, but I think I can more easily control what I'm spending if I have a set limit in my checking account. So this only works because our checking account, we keep like out of the accounts that we spend for spending money, we only keep what we need in there. So that's enough to go to Target, fill up our cars with gas, maybe buy a few clothing items. And then if we have a big purchase, we just pull out a savings for it. And something like a big purchase, we might actually put on a credit card because we know we have the money for savings and we'll just pay it off instantly so that we can get a little bit of those reward points. But we do not use our credit cards for everyday spending. The checking account just keeps us in check, no pun, no pun intended, 
but it really works. It works really well for us. And it's to the point where we we don't want to use credit cards. I don't care about the rewards. For instance, if I used my Discover card, spent $1,000 on there, I get $50 back. But what if I didn't spend that $1,000 and I was $950 richer? I've just found that more often than not, that's how things work out. Now, my sister is so, so good at her credit card use. She has awesome self-control and she pays it off every month. And when we use credit cards, we did too. I just found like those bills were so painful to look at. And I just feel happier and more in control of my finances when I'm using debit card accounts and having my credit card only for, I have a business credit card just because that is money I have to spend. And I need to be getting rewards on that because I didn't for a long time and I wish I had. And I've already gotten thousands and thousands of dollars back. But if it's not for my business, if it's if it's not under the business credit card, we don't use it. So when you look at all these things, it's simple little fixes, right? Like you can save 5% on groceries shopping at Target. You can do the math if you're getting these super cheap meal kit deliveries if you live in an expensive area and see what you might save if you can split these meals into four servings like we do. You can set up an Acorns account that automatically takes out money out of the debit card transactions or credit card transactions that you're already having, you can have potentially an emergency fund set up, or you can set up online banking with something like Ally where you can save up cash for big purchases. And if you do want to put things like that on a credit card, you can easily pay them off instantly and still get your reward points. You can always try to limit credit card use Or maybe challenge yourself to not using a credit card for an entire month and see what happens. See if you spend less or you can try to limit yourself. I am only going to spend my I'm only going to use my credit card on things like gas, things like bills, things that that you know you have to spend and that you would be spending anyway if you were using your debit card. The biggest thing for us with financial goals is communication. We always try to sit down and check in with each other on how we're feeling about long-term goals. We have a specific age we want to retire at. We want to have a specific amount of money saved for a house before we buy one. We want to be able to take out a specific type of mortgage. We want to have our kids' college funds paid for and taken care of within what's reasonable. These are all just little things that shape our everyday decisions, especially when we're constantly checking in with each other and making sure that we're on the same page. If you don't have a spouse to check in with, I'd highly recommend having a friend that you hold accountable and they hold you accountable to your long-term financial goals. And if you don't have long-term financial goals, I think it would be a fun exercise to sit down and write down, okay, what do I actually want when it comes to money in my bank account? Do I want my credit cards or credit card bills to be in charge of me or do I want to be in charge of my finances and be telling every dollar where I want it to go and not the other way around? An accountability partner, a trusted mentor, someone who just checks in with you um, with how you're doing and whether you're living in light of those long-term goals. We don't use financial advisors, but places like Ally and Vanguard, you can call them and easily ask for somebody who can kind of walk you through some options and that'll ask you questions about your long-term goals and kind of get you a little bit started on the path of being more intentional with your money, making sure everything goes to the right place, and just spending that time and having a little bit of guidance for free can be life-changing. Although we live in the expensive area that we're in, 
and we aren't millionaires yet, (laughs) we feel like we are very secure in our finances because we started our marriage with these specific goals and practices. We haven't used credit cards really the whole time we've been married. We've had our Acorns accounts set up since before we got married. We've both been saving for retirement since we were 18. And we've always kind of approached every decision we make regarding finances with, is this truly going to bring us the most fulfillment and align with our long-term goals that really revolve around experiences? We want to be able to retire fairly early so that we can have more time with family and friends versus punching the clock or hauling along work hours. And we know that every decision that we make now is just going to ripple effect into the future and we know that it'll be worth it. As I was listening back through that, I remembered something about Target that you probably already know. But if you don't have the Target Cartwheel app downloaded on your phone, I think it saves me on average maybe like a dollar per visit, depending on how much I'm buying. But you just scan all your items before you check out and it will give you discounts, usually five to 10, but sometimes things are 25% off in there. It's like coupons already loaded. So definitely another little hack. If you want more financial tips, we have a free financial fitness checklist that you can download from my website, www.megankelsey.com. It's right on the homepage. If you just scroll down just a tiny little bit, you'll see it. All you have to do is put your email address in so that it knows which email address to send it to, but it's a free PDF guide and you can kind of go through and check off what you already have when it comes to your financial fitness. And there's another page afterwards that kind of walks through things just a little bit more. So I hope that's helpful if you want more financial tips and hopefully we have a lot more episodes coming soon about finances because it's basically my favorite thing. So thanks for tuning in. I hope this was helpful and best of luck with your long-term financial goals.